everybody, welcome to New Dead, New Dead, episode number 98. I am Eric Smith, and I'm here as always, well, that's kind of as always, with Dustin Lopez. Dustin, how are uh-huh. you? Very funny. You know, um, I wrote a text message to somebody earlier today, and uh, this is this is what it said. It said, between that and the new Matrix movie, Sucking Major Balls, this is not a great start to the week. <laughs> Well, what was the other thing? Uh, work drama, but um, <laughs> it's just like I, uh, I just hated that movie. Man. Did you not read? You didn't read any of the reviews beforehand. I read all the reviews, and everybody was like so conflicted. Half the people were like, "Oh, this is this is great!" Like as long as you don't have any expectations, and then half the other people were like, "Oh yeah, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. It deserves a Razzie." So. I kind of wanted to see it, but I think I should have just seen it at home. If there's ever a mixed review thing at the gas station. And... Hold on, Dustin. I just screwed up your your mic. Oh, shnikes. No, you're fine now. Uh, it, it, it screwed up for like a second. Go ahead. Keep talking. No, I, I bought it. So then like I went to the movie theater. I should have just watched it at home. And like I was unhealthy at the movie theater. I probably would have been unhealthy at home as well, but I just, for the life of me, not a great movie. Not did a you, good start to the week. Did you go? Did you go with Melissa or somebody? You, I went with my buddy, my buddy Chris Magnuson. Mm. Yeah, who, by the full. way, just released his first uh, full LP, EP. I don't know music lingo, so he released his first album. Everybody mm-hmm. should go check it out. Um, is it as good as the Matrix Revolution Resurrections? Um, well, I will say that it's music that I can't really identify very well with, but mm-hmm. I think that it's done very well for what it is, and I think that it's kind of a mixture between like Nirvana and and like Radiohead and Ben Folds Five. It's quite a mixture. I know. It's kind of. Not necessarily like my favorite because that's not my kind of music. But for people that like, I don't really like Nirvana either. Um, and I really don't like Radiohead. So it's just not my genre. But do you like but Ben I Folds? Think that the, ben Folds had a couple of good songs. I mean, Radiohead had like, I, I know like a Radiohead song. Radiohead song? Yes. Mm. But that's more because of like America's Got Talent than anything else. America's Got Talent. <laughs> a lot of Radiohead happening on America's Got Talent. Well, I feel like that would be the the last place you would hear a Radiohead song. No, no, no. It was actually a really, really good, you know, story. This kid got bullied, and he was uh, he's a, an amazing singer. I forget what his name was actually. Um, Tank Creep, Ryan Justin Crumb. Don't yeah, they don't... need? Do they need the band's permission to to sing the songs on the show? I would imagine. Surprised that Radiohead and who's, who's it? That's uh, that's Tom Tom York, right? Yeah. Would even give anybody permission for those shows to sing those well, songs? That particular song has been, you know, iterated and reiterated and reiterated and reiterated all over the place. Because it is a pretty powerful song. 
So maybe that's the one song they're okay with that. Yeah, probably. And it's for a good reason. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Just don't don't go see the Matrix movie if you're looking for my opinion. And um, I just put it on. I put it on while I was wrapping presents, <laughs> and gave it about them. Like that's just the amount of attention that it needed. Um, I feel like there's this part where like they're putting like old parts of the movie throughout the whole movie, <laughs> and it's like that completely ruined the vibe to me of the whole movie. Well, they, they have these people in the movie making callbacks, but like very specifically making callbacks of like, Oh, it feels good to be doing this again, but they're not the people that were doing it in the movie originally. Like, um, like, like Hugo weaving, like Mr. Smith is not saying it. Jonathan Groff uh, is saying it. Who's who's now the new Mr. Smith is saying, man, it feels good to be doing this, and you you feel no connection to this person, yeah, and you there's no nostalgia, and you're just like, why is this person saying this? And then uh, Jada Pinkett Smith is covered in like eighty pounds of makeup, and you don't even know that it's her half the time that she's like telling this story, and yeah. it's just, uh, yeah, it's. And the, the whole thing with, with Morpheus, it's just, it's stupid. It's really dumb. Pretty and that the, the ending is so, and they leave it open for like sequels and Jesus, I hope not. I mean, I yeah, I would imagine that this is a pretty big disaster for the producers of this particular movie. They're not going to go forward with another one. <laughs> well, that's the problem with streaming is because then... I mean, everybody can watch it. So then they're like, well, look at all these millions and millions of people that watched this thing in the first weekend. Like, there's people that want to see this. Was well, it free uh, on HBO to watch? Yeah. So I paid $12 for a movie ticket for something I could have watched at home. At least you only paid $12. I guess. I bought movie theater popcorn, too. Was that a matinee? Mm-mm. Was it nighttime, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever it was, twelve dollars, fifteen dollars—I don't know. It was a waste of money, anyway. In yeah. any case, how are you? Good. I—I I mean, that was only bad. Well, I mean, I took the kids to see Sing Two on Christmas Day. Dude, how was that? The experience or the movie? No, the movie. I heard great things. Oh, I mean, that's the, that movie is stupid. Like the first one was dumb. It's just a—it's just animals like, and they're shoehorning in songs. Like, it's stupid. The movie's stupid. Yeah, but the kids are entertained. The kids are entertained. The whole time they're just waiting for that, that monkey with the weird nose to say, tippy toes, tippy toes. Like, that's, that was the whole thing. Like, they, they called it the tippy toes movie. Oh. So they latched onto something. Yeah. And, like, Quinny got restless by the end, and then she fell asleep. And, I don't know. It was fine. It was something to do during the day. Yeah. Because we had nothing to do because, you know, everything got canceled. How was Christmas? Um, it was fine. Just uh, Christmas Eve, we didn't go over to my parents. That got uh, kiboshed and uh, just because my sister had to work on Christmas Day and she want to make sure that she didn't get uh, 
She didn't get sick, and her baby had uh, it was teething, so she had a fever. So we just wanted her to get rest. Hmm. <clears throat> so we just put it off for like a week. Hmm. So you are going to celebrate? Uh, yeah, sometime uh, probably probably this weekend, like on the second or something. And uh, you have a wedding on New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, yes. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was going to be some big, huge wedding because it was put off from 2021. No, this is what is this? 2021. So it was put off. Was put off from 2020 to this year. So I was going into it, and it's at a big venue. So I thought it was going to be like a 300 person wedding. Then I got my my little information sheet back that I send out, and it's only an 80 guest wedding. And I have to imagine that's probably like cut in half by now. I mean, my sister's wedding on Thursday is going to be about a hundred people. You, I'm, I would guess that's cut in half too. I don't think cut in half. I mean, it's a southern wedding, so it's a little different. Yeah. I heard somebody when I was in Nashville the last time. Somebody said. You know what the best way to not get COVID is? <laughs> and the other guy goes, what's that? And he goes, don't get tested. <laughs> I mean, I, I said something similar today in the office. I was like, people just need to stop testing. Like, if you don't feel like really, really bad, like what's the point of, if you're, like don't go see older people, right? Don't go see people that are immunocompromised. But if you don't feel bad, and you're not going to see those people. Don't just don't get tested. I think there's a lot more of those people than we assume that there are. Yeah. And I feel bad because I'm related to some of those people. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, that's it's hard. I don't want to yeah. get sick. Like going into Christmas last week, I was like, like I had a like a scratchy throat and a cough, and I was like, I was just like. I probably have it. I don't know. I just had that feeling, but I, I didn't feel bad because I feel like everyone that I have heard has had it in the last couple of weeks is like, oh, I feel bad. Like, I don't feel good. But I never felt bad. I just had like a scratch in my throat and a, like a small cough. But I just still didn't want to test myself because then what am I going to do? I think that's the thing is like everybody... I, Look, this this is a surge, and it's going to be over very quickly because I feel like everybody got it at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, and this was some this was, this was from a TikTok that I saw from a scientist, like a very respected scientist that talked to someone that he worked with from Harvard. A TikTok that I saw very early on in this Omicron thing of a theory that since this started, uh, well, it was discovered. Uh, or mapped in South Africa, but it started in Africa and it like moved around a group of people that were immunocompromised that Omicron variant is, you know, it moved around those people that were immunocompromised initially. So that, that makes it a, such a weak variant and it's, and it's, um, uh, it's not as virulent as you know, Delta and, but it, it moves a lot quicker. So, you know, what there's one recorded death from the Omicron variant. Mm-hmm. So just because of how it started, you know, it's, it's not going to affect people like the Delta variant did. It's going to 
it already has you know overcome the delta variant it, it doubles like every three days so it's overcome the delta variant and this whole thing could just spell the end of the the pandemic just in general just because of how quickly it moves and the fact that it's a weaker you know it's it's um the the words always escape me. The not not virulency, but it's just not as strong as the, the, the like um, the opposite of efficacy. I guess or like synonymous with that word. So yeah. it's almost like just you know let it run through us. Even even unvaccinated people, you know, it's going to put a few people in the hospital, but. Probably not going to kill many, many people. Right. So. Well, I think that all of the healthcare workers that I know are just talking about beds, 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 beds. So hopefully it, you know, spikes. Yeah, sucks, for sure. And then we won't be dealing with it anymore. Yeah, I think it's going to be a pretty quick peak that we're seeing right now. And then it's going to be done in about a month. But we still need to get, you know, vaccines and boosted so that you know, some other variant doesn't pop up that that's, you know, the opposite of, of this one that is more virulent. Anyways, um, so you, you went to see Matrix Resurrections with your, your precious time, and so you didn't watch probably Don't Look Up. The what? Don't Look Up. No, I didn't. And I'll tell you, like, okay, so in the last couple months, there's been Don't Look Up. There's been... Squid Games. There's been shows like Yellowstone. There's been all these things that I'm like so unaware of. But Yellowstone's been around for like three years. I had no idea. But that's just who says you need to watch Yellowstone? I everybody's talking about Yellowstone. I don't know. I don't think you need to watch Yellowstone. It's weird, man. Like super weird. Like I have no intention of watching Squid Game. I don't care if everybody's watching it. I'm surprised you haven't watched Squid Game. No. It's kind of like a Big Brother Survivor slash. Yeah, I listened to a podcast about it. What are the podcast? I I I know what the twist is. I know who wins. Oh really? Yeah. Well, that's no fun. It's all right. Um, Don't Look Up was good. Tell me about it. It's getting a lot of backlash from uh, from a certain group of people. I didn't realize that it was going to be such a uh, like a commentary on like the current like political state. It's pretty funny though. I have heard that. Um, like they completely politicized like the end of the world. <laughs> Well, um, and it gives me it, like the movie literally was giving me anxiety because I was like, this could this could actually happen, especially in America. So, are you going to become a doomsday prepper now? No, no. Why? I don't know. It just seems like the next natural step if you're having a ton of anxiety over the end of the world. No, I mean, I think I've just come. I've 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 come to peace with the fact that uh, the, the world's going to end probably here in the next like 
60 to 75 years. Why do you say that? I just, I just feel like it is. Can I tell you a theory? Mm. That all the rich people leave to go create something better. Yeah, somewhere well, that's, else. that's part of this movie. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Um, but also, it's not going to be that much better. I don't know. I don't like watching into the world anything. That's why I didn't like Matrix number two and three. Well, that's like, that's not into the world. That's like, we're living in the. That's end of the world stuff to me. Mm. So, not not for me. Um, Spider Man, I went to see Spider Man as well. I took a, I, I went to see it opening night by myself. Oh, how was that? That was effing fantastic. Okay. I can't keep up with the MCU, as I've described to you already. Mm. But it's really not that difficult. Um, well, there's a lot of universes, is my understanding, so it's very confusing. There's a multitude. Yeah. I saw a video today on Facebook that was like, I was waiting for the car to get cleaned because we're leaving in the morning. And um, they asked the, the Spider-Man guy that's currently Spider-Man. Like the newest Spider-Man man. Tom Holland. Yes. They asked Tom Holland if there's like, if there's a possibility in the future of Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man meeting Tom Holland's Spider-Man meeting the other Spider-Man guy in like some sort of like weird like thing and um and he had this like look on his face and they like zoomed in on his face and stuff like insinuating that he knows that that's going to happen at some point but that was that was during like a press junket for like two movies ago oh well i'm behind on the times See, this, is the reason, this is the re you are articulating exactly why I cannot watch anything in the MCU. But that's just stuff on TikTok. Like people throw that stuff on TikTok all the time. Like Tom Holland is famous for uh, accidentally like giving away things during interviews. Yeah, I did know that, and that's pretty much my the extent of what I know about Tom Holland. Yeah, and he's dating Zendaya. She's a good-looking lady. She sure is. Wow. Good for him. Um, I have a question that popped up in my brain as I was thinking about you on Christmas. That's weird. That I was thinking about you on Christmas? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think about you often. Um, what, um, obviously, like, with June being an immigrant, did she ever celebrate Christmas before coming to America? No, they don't do Christmas in Thailand. So how was that like acclimation? Did she, does she like really enjoy Christmas? Is it more passive? Like, is it more just like fun for the holidays kind of thing? Um, 
I don't know. I haven't really answered questions about because she so she would have come over as an au pair, so it would have been whatever you know she was doing with the families initially. Yeah, right. I know like one or two of her families kind of sucked when she was here. Possibly were Jewish. Oh, okay. Well, that's the reason why I was asking is because you know Melissa's mom's Jewish and Melissa is Jewish you know, as well. And, but she still celebrates cause her dad's was raised Catholic. So that's mm -hmm. what I was asking. Yeah. I don't know. Um, like I, um, it's a good question. So I like, I do everything for Christmas. Like, like at least for the kids and like the presents, like I bought all the presents and I, I wrapped all the presents. Mm -hmm. And like she started this year, she started doing Elf on the Shelf against against my uh, <laughs> advice. How did how did she enjoy that? She was she was fine. She remembered to do it just about every night. I think we only had one night where he didn't move by accident. But like she likes going. Like we've been going to cut down the tree, which this year didn't didn't work out. The place we went to just did not have any decent trees. It was terrible. Hmm. Um, but she'll find something that she likes to do. I don't know. Do you have like a more specific example you're looking yeah, for? That's, that's all. I think it's interesting, like the dynamics of people that grew up with Christmas and people that did not. Mm-hmm. And people that may have grown up with like Christmas plus something else. So yeah, and like 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 she'll get mad. Like she she get pissed and like would yell when I like the kids were eating like candy, like on Christmas Day or when I brought like candy to the movies. Like she didn't go to the movies with us. Um, Interesting. She well she stayed home with Ford. Ah, uh, got it. Well, that makes um, sense. He's young, yeah. And she's not interested in going to the movies and so. But I was like, it's 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 Christmas. Like like I'm not giving them candy all the time. It's friggin' Christmas. Like, let them have some candy. We're gonna go to the movie. And we're gonna eat some candy. And she get mad. I'm like, it's just it's one day a year. Like, just relax. Um, I don't know. Like, uh, I think we need to come up with some traditions. I, I feel like, you know, with the elf, maybe we're starting that. But yeah, I don't know. It's interesting, like the topic of traditions came up a lot this year because things were, you know, well, things for the last couple of years have been off for everybody, I think. But I think as we get older, Why? And we, I don't know, there's this thing with the pandemic and stuff, I guess. Anyway, so like people, I feel like as they grow older, like at what point do they start like hosting things in their house? as opposed to like me going to my grandparents' house, like how did that transition to their house from my great grandmother's house or something like that? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or like or my great great grandmother's house. Like how does that transition? And like, at what point do you host? And at what point do you start creating traditions of your own as opposed to embracing all the traditions of what you grew up with? Mm-hmm. And so, like, I think, like, as you have kids and as they get older, 
that's kind of something that like I'm well, Melissa and I are both struggling with because we do this whole thing where like my parents live in Nashville, her parents live here. So then like we do Christmas one year there and Christmas one year here and Thanksgiving one year there and Thanksgiving, you know what I mean? And so like, when does it transition to like everything just being at our house? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, OJ Simpson, I'm reading the chat. What's that? Um, I was just responding to the, the person in the chat. Yes, I'm reading the chat. Um, yeah, so we, it's a good question. So the, you know, our parents, like we had always went over to my grandma's for New for Christmas Eve. And then we never really did anything on Christmas. Like we didn't have, besides opening presents in the morning, then it was like dinner that night just at home. And occasionally we'd go to like my dad's uncle's, but that was never like our thing. That was like for his him and his family, and we just kind of like joined in mm-hmm. occasionally. Um, interesting. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, I don't know what to. Anyways, it's the um, chat. Yeah. So we we did go to so we went to Peppermint Christmas Day for dinner. With the kids. Okay. And Paula and then two of June's friends joined us. Like right down the street from me. Yeah. It's kind of a hike. Yes, it is. What did you get? I got uh, hothead noodles. Oh, man. It was a special. Oh, it's a special. I was like, I never heard of that at Peppermint before. What do the kids eat when they when they go there? It's like noodles, rice, <laughs> white rice. Um, really distracted here. Uh, fish sauce, uh, fried rice, and you know shrimp, chicken. Man, my kids kids are so horrible with eating. I need to fix figure that out. Did you do you ever have the um the uh, the spring rolls there. Yeah. Oh, the Siam rolls there are so good. So was- June got June got um, whatever she gets, and she got five, and and her friend got a five as well. You know, five on the spicy. Oh, really? And it was like no spice. Wait, and I this, got. Is this really OJ Simpson? I can't click into the comments. No, you can't because it's on Twitch. No, he has two followers. It's not the real O.J. Simpson. If it's the real O.J. Simpson, then they should let us know how many years it took to get him released. I just, just stumbled, stumbled into, into Twitch. Twitch. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Thank you, O.J. Okay. Anyways, so so that might be something. You know, going to get Thai food or something, and and going to see a movie with them, like bringing the kids to see a movie. Yeah. Which is nice. I like that. It is a good tradition. One year I went to the movies after Christmas with my dad and my sister. Mm-hmm. And my sister walked out of the movie about a halfway through or so. Yeah, was it was it a Matrix movie? No, it was Wolf of Wall Street. Well, that's a long movie. She said it was the most perverse movie she'd ever seen. Really? Yeah. 
She calls it a porn. I guess I could see her not liking it. Boy, she really wouldn't like porn. God almighty. Okay, we're going there. Um, I'm my soundboard. So what did you get for June for Christmas? Um, a, a crew neck sweatshirt that says cheesecake. Anything else? That's it. Was she happy? Mm-hmm. I got Melissa a pair of roller skates. 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 They're roller skates. <clears throat> yeah. Do you guys have sidewalks over there? No. Where's she gonna skate? Uh, there's a group of girls in the um, in the neighborhood that like go and they roller skate all around. Yeah. They wear helmets. The Cleveland Guardians? Um, I don't know if any of them are on the Guardians, but yeah. Um, did you know that, that one song that's um it's like this? Hold on one second. Okay, got it. You know that song? I've heard it. And then it goes like that. Mm -hmm. And it's like the most annoying thing in the world. Well, I've had that song stuck in my head for three days. Why? Because I got Melissa a pair of roller skates. Then you know what else happened? Hmm. We're in the middle of White Elephant gift exchange. And I asked somebody about mincemeat. And all of a sudden, within seconds, they're talking about how mincemeat was part of this movie called State Fair. And there was an argument about the movie State Fair and this other movie called Meet Me in St. Louis. And they were arguing about what mincemeat was actually in which movie, and then somebody turned on Meet Me in St. Louis, and then everybody started watching the movie, and then we didn't even end up playing any games. I was a little frustrated. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't go for that. I bought a new Jackbox.tv game. Yeah, no, I turned that, that movie off immediately. I couldn't. They were all so enthralled with the costume design was awful. I don't know what to do sometimes. Hmm. All right. So are you flying again for, for Nashville here? No, no, no. I'm driving. I'm taking a road trip. We're leaving at 5 in the morning. Get on the road early, you know what I mean? Are you getting distracted by the comments again? Uh, no, not really. Anymore. Um, 
what else? So, I have an interesting story for you. Okay, great. I can't wait to hear it. My mom um, came across 5,000 COVID tests, 10 cases with boxes in, a, in, in the cases, 20 to a pack. So I don't know what that boils down to. But there's 5,000 divided by 10 cases is 500 per 500 per case divided by 20. So there's 25 boxes in each case. And um, and she got to take them all for free. And each of these boxes sells for like $99. And they expire in March. And they were there at the hotel or something like that, blah, 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 um, from the construction crew that was there. And anyway, so I'm going to be bringing back a couple cases. Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of neat. Yeah. That way, if you can't find something, then I could always just give you one. Are you going to sell them? Uh, no, I can't. I don't think I'm legally allowed to because it says for sale by RX only. Really? Yeah. I feel like you'd still get away with it. Yeah, not going to do anything illegal. But... Uh, you could do it in like a Facebook group, no problem. Like I know people in my like neighborhood group are like, anybody have any COVID mm. tests? We need them real bad. We'll come and pick it up. Now, I'd rather just get it into the hands of people that need them. Yeah. I've got, we have six at the house here. They're just sitting on. I really don't feel the need to use them for any reason. Because you don't want to know. I mean, I don't, I don't feel bad. I'm not going by anybody. That I think is going to be especially susceptible to, you know, getting sick. Yeah, getting really, really sick. Um, let me ask you a question. Do you take a potty with you in the car? No. What happens when your kids need to go? Stop. Go. Um, like, even with Quinny being potty trained, like, when we drove to, when we had our vacation last year, I mean, we put Quinn in a diaper. We may have even put Bo in a diaper just in case, just because they were falling asleep mm -hmm. so much. Yeah. So just for driving, like, we would throw them in a diaper just in case. Um, but they are, is, is Mateo still in diaper anyways or no? Like at the, when he's sleeping. I mean, just have him in a diaper in the car anyways just in case, but tell him to tell you when he needs to go to the bathroom. Yeah, we went through this. I had to I had to have a pull over to the side of the room <clears> a couple <throat> times. Um, but he doesn't quite get the idea of like peeing in a bush or like peeing out in public. Well, take him outside your house. Oh, that's a good idea. I didn't think about that. I we did. When, that. We, when we were doing our, when we attempted to find a Christmas tree, we were like out in the middle of the the field and Quinn, uh, Quinn had to go. Yeah. So I had to like, like hold her like in the sitting position to go. Hmm. 
It was her first time doing that. Bo's really Bo will do pee wherever. That is good. Your kids are not picky about eating, and they're not picky about where they pee. I mean, they're picky about eating. There's tons of stuff they won't eat. Not as much as my kids, man. I mean, your kids eat soup. I don't know any kids that eat soup. Mateo doesn't like soup very much anymore. He'll eat the noodles out of it, and he'll eat the, he'll drink the broth, but he doesn't like any of the carrots. I don't even think and my kids know what soup is. He won't touch the chicken for the life of him. The only meat that I can get him to eat is a hot dog. Your kids eat shrimp. Bo eats shrimp. Well, Quinn eats a little bit. If I could just get them to eat a little bit. Any tips and tricks from OJ Simpson? Just let me know. What else you got for me? Oh, not much. New year here. I feel like we should start doing some more stuff. Get yeah. Settled, get settled into some kind of schedule here. So I feel like I should stream on Twitch with this stuff behind me. But I don't know how to do that. We um, should have said this at the beginning, but we did um, sometime in the last two weeks, we, we crossed the 100,000 download threshold. Wow. Now let's do it in one day. No, no. Let's do it in one month. No. It'd be pretty cool to do it. It'd be cool to do it in one year. If we could do it in one year, that'd be very impressive. I like it. But we'd have to put out a lot of content very consistently, which is something we're not great at, but we can improve. I got a question for you. Mm hmm. Where do you keep your heat at? My heat? Yeah. What do you mean? Uh, like, what degrees do you keep your heat at? Um, like 68, 69. I feel like I have a very warm house then. Why? Because I keep mine at 72. <coughs> I mean, it hasn't been very cold this year so far, so I'm assuming when it gets colder, I'm going to have to turn it up. I don't know. I don't get the logic in that. I mean, when it's colder outside, like, and I come home, I usually turn it up because June turns it down to 68, so then that's when, like, the nest, like, sticks it at 68 or 66. So then I get home and it's, like, cold because Paula never touches it. So then I bumped up, bump it up to like 70, 71 until it gets warmer. And then when we go to sleep, we bump it down again to 68. Yeah. So it's a sliding scale. I think as soon as Solomon can sleep with a blanket. Wait, is, is Ford sleeping with a blanket? He's in a, he's in a sack. What do you mean a sack? He's in a sack, like a... We zip them into a sack, like a, like a, like a tank top, and it zips on the bottom. It's like a sleeping bag, but it connects to the top like a tank top. It's like a, on the shoulders. It's it. Does it have a weight in the middle of it? No. Nope. Is it uh? Is it a swaddle? 
No, it doesn't like snug to him. Huh. So it's just like a snuggie. Yeah, it's just it's just round at the end. Yeah, it connects. It's not it's not open toed. Yeah, most our our kids have all used it until they're about two. It's a sake. It's a sack. It's a sack. It's basically a big sock. I don't know. I don't keep anything in Solomon's bed, so he just sleeps normal. So I feel bad about turning the heat down at nighttime, but it would be amazing if we could. Oh, we got a we have a little heater in in Ford's room. Is it like a space heater? Yeah, a little one. I would feel nervous about that. Third kid. You know what I learned, by the way? What did you learn? That that um. Mount Everest is not the tallest mountain on the earth. No, it is. Um, well, it depends on how you look at it. Oh, boy. Here we go. Just letting you know. You can look it up if you really care that much. I don't care at all. Just letting you know. Cool. You got a book? Wait. Hold on. One more thing. Oh, boy. Um... Well, uh, one last thing. My hometown, it's, it's New Year's Eve, and uh, a lot of our listeners are from all over the place. Um, I just want to let everybody know that there's two things that make my hometown of Sugar and Falls, Ohio, USA, pretty exceptional. The first thing being that every Halloween time, all of the high school juniors and seniors um, in high school go around stealing pumpkins. And then on a random night uh, after the football season is concluded, they all smash all the pumpkins on this very, very steep hill that has a road on it, and they all slide down the hill. It's called the Sugar and Falls Pumpkin Roll. Now, uh, in recent years, um, what we're really what we've been famous for for many, many years is the Sugar and Falls Popcorn Shop. It's a very iconic building right on the falls and has uh, really awesome popcorn and custard and all sorts of things. And uh, recently, in the last few years, there's been uh, something called the Popcorn Ball Drop. Okay. And this is like what they do in New York with the ball dropping, but this one is made out of popcorn. This year's popcorn ball weighs 250 pounds. I think that's pretty incredible, and I'm pretty proud. So just thought I would put that out there. You're proud of the popcorn ball? I mean, I, have you ever heard of any uh, anywhere else doing a popcorn ball drop for New Year's Eve? No. So I think it's pretty exceptional, and I think that um, between that and the pumpkin roll, I'm pretty proud to call myself a native of Chagrin. Congratulations, Dustin. Okay. Well, I do have a book, so we'll get to that. I don't have a soundboard. Oh. Books. 
Um, well, we all have become fans of many things Disney over the years. And uh, this one is for all the little girls out there. Um, we will revisit why I'm telling you that um, maybe in another month or so. Um, but I'm just a very interested in uh, little girls' books now. And um, so this one is written by Amy Novesky. It is called Mary Blair, The Girl Who Loved Color, The Girl Who Became One of the Disney Legends. And it's just a wonderful book, um, beautifully illustrated, and um, really just a... Uh, you know, a really cool looking, kind of reminds me of the illustrations of like the 1950s. And um, it's a book about, it's about 40 pages. And it's a book about the inspiring life of Mary Blair. And she's a really creative uh, person. She's behind uh, Small World and the concept artist for Cinderella, Peter Pan and Alice in Wonderland. By the way, did you ever see... The Alice in Wonderland with Johnny Depp. Mm -hmm. What an awful, awful movie. Really? Yeah. Did you like it? I mean, I didn't like it, but I didn't. Oh, I Did Tim Burton do that awful. one? Yeah. Yeah. Anything Tim Burton is just awful. Oh, no. Come on. Yeah. No. It's honestly, maybe he has like one or two good movies. He's kind of like. Who did the the one for, um, you know, that one uh, movie, uh, Hateful Eight? Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, Quentin Tarantino. Awful, awful, awful. What is what is wrong with you? No, 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 no. He has like one or two good movies, and that's it. Um, way off, way off base here. Tim Tim Burton is just any. I'll fight somebody to to uh, the death. I won't, I won't allow it. Tim Burton is just not a good director. We've been watching Nightmare Before Christmas nonstop since Halloween. Well, congratulations. That is a classic, classic movie. Just because something's classic doesn't mean it's good. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it means. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't at all. You can't tell me that Nightmare Before Christmas is not a good movie. I will tell you that the Nightmare Before Christmas is a good concept movie. It's kind of like some actors being good character actors. Just saying. You couldn't be more wrong about this. Tell me some Tim Burton movies that you actually like other than Nightmare Before Christmas. Have you seen Ed Wood? Ed Wood? Ed Wood. No. But we could go through the list of other crappy movies. Corpse Bride, Edward Scissorhands, uh, Alice in Wonderland, Batman. He ruined that franchise for a little while. Uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory completely Wait, ruined that did one. Did you say he ruined that franchise for a little while? He was the the first person to to <laughs> he started superhero movies. No, he didn't. Basically, no. No, other than the original Batman, which was Tim Burton. Best. Other than the original Batman. Tim Which, Burton. Yes, I understand that. I'm saying that other than that one, all the other Batman movies that he did sucked. He did one other one, Batman Returns. Great. That one is the worst one in franchise history. 
So, no, I actually I think that one was better than Batman. Well, then they both suck. So, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Frankenweenie, Sweeney Todd, Miss Pe- Miss Pedigree's Peculiar Children. These are production Hall. credits. You're giving those are productions that producer credits now. Sure. I mean, these all sucked. Big Fish sucked. Big Fish didn't suck. Beetlejuice 2 sucked. Beetlejuice 2 hasn't happened. Batman Returns was good. I just said that. But but no, I'm talking about the one with um with Jim Carrey. That's Jim shoot that's Joel Schumacher. Are you sure? Yes, one hundred percent. That's anyway, Batman Forever. James and the Giant Peach. I mean the list goes on and on, man. He produced that movie. He didn't direct that movie. Well he yeah, he, he sucks. So No he doesn't. Yeah, I'm telling you he does. That's just bad. You're you're giving movies that he produced, not movies that he wrote and directed. Well, most of the movies he's associated with suck. So, dude, Ed, Ed Wood is a fantastic movie. Bill Murray, Johnny Depp give insane performances in that movie. Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. <laughs> he was not. He had very little to do with that movie. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. Planet of the Apes in two thousand one. I actually didn't. I didn't mind that movie. Anymore. Yeah. Alice through the looking glass. I will give him credit for Mars Attacks. That was a cult classic. The Death of Superman in 2015. I mean, Pee Wee's Big Adventure was was it's, one of his. Was movies. first movie. Yeah. Awful. That's a cult classic. Awful. Hey, why don't you tell us a little bit about your sign, and then we'll sign off. No, because I'm angry. Because. Because I disagreed with your your ideas on Tim Burton. No, oh, because Tim Burton is a great director. It doesn't even make any sense. Most of his movies that he's associated with on the internet are really terrible movies. I'm just saying. I'm going to have to disagree with that. Nine, Dumbo, Big Fish. Oh, uh, Edward Scissorhands, Nightmare for Christmas, Edward, Sleepy Hollow. Um, all fantastic movies. Beetlejuice is a classic movie. Classic. Batman, Batman Returns, Big Fish, all good movies. Big Fish was a good movie. Big Fish was a good on, movie. Are you on crack? Big Fish was a good movie. Oh my gosh! Are you serious right now? I can't even take that seriously. Okay, tell us a little bit about your sign, and then we'll and then we'll sign off. What about it. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, my, I have a neon sign behind me. What else is there to, to tell you? I don't know. Tell us what, what prompted you to get a neon sign. Tell us I where you got know. it made. Why? They're not sponsors. I don't know. Just people might like that sign. No, that's okay. You become a patron and check us out on the video and you, and you can see it. Okay. Sorry I upset you in the last 10 minutes of our podcast recording. It doesn't make any sense. Just Nightmare Before Christmas alone. Like, that's make all you really need to say about Tim director? That doesn't make any sense. Well, he didn't actually direct it. There you go. So then that's even more of a reason. It was his vision. I just watched the, the thing on Disney Plus about it. it was the, about the making of that movie. It's so good. Okay. Well, to each his own. Horrible opinions. Well, my opinions are mine. 
I mean, you haven't exactly shown yourself to have good opinions <laughs> this kind of thing, so I'm not surprised. I mean, did you did you really care for Hateful Eight? What does that have to do with this? I'm just saying that you thought Quentin Tarantino is a great director. I didn't say anything about Quentin Tarantino. Oh, well, then it was my mistake. I inferred the fact that you like Quentin Tarantino. He's, I don't particularly feel any kind of way about Quentin Tarantino. He makes movies that people like. Okay. Well. I usually watch them once, and I don't watch them again. I haven't seen, um, what was the last one? The Hollywood one? I haven't watched it yet. I, really, I would like to very much, and I haven't yet. I know what you're talking about. But I don't know what it's called. Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Once upon a time in Hollywood. I heard it's his best one, and I still haven't seen it. I gotta get my back scratcher now too. Okay, folks. Um, thanks for joining us for another episode of New Dad, Newer Dad, um, and catching up with us before the new year. Even though you won't hear this until 2022, but. For those of you that are patrons, you got to see us before the new year, and you got to celebrate an amazing hundredth thousandth download, and uh, tell your friends about us so that we can get to a hundred thousand in the same calendar year. Does that wrap us up, Eric? Sure. Check us out on Instagram. Even though Dustin. Refuses to post a picture of his children on there. I've been posting stories. Stories. I need you to post a picture. Okay. Well, you know what they say here at New Dad, Newer Dad. Be a dad. Be a real dad. We love your kids. <laughs>